spill-ups in the playground, the sexual harassment and violence girls face in our schools. The eyes of the country are turned towards something that has been going on for many, many years. That is the sexual harassment and violence that girls face in our schools. I have so much I want to say on a subject that I almost have to breathe deep to ensure that I get out what needs to be said. And so to give you some context to the whole thing, as I can see me having to write a series of blogs and posts to fully expose what is going on, I think I'll start at the beginning or as near as the beginning as I can right now. When I was in primary school, there was a game. I use the word game loosely, but it was in my eyes a game and one I didn't like. And it was called Phillips. I do not remember if it was called that at the time. I guess I heard that name at some point in my head and it stuck. But yeah, people called it Phillips in the playground. No one ever said when the game was going to be played, if I remember rightly, but I could always tell that it was like a tension in the air. Feel-ups was a bit like kiss chase. The boys would chase you around the playground and if they caught you, you had to kiss them or sometimes they would catch you and make a clumsy and playful grab for your breasts or bum or your private areas. I say breasts, I was like 10. They would just stick their hands out and grab or the worst one for me, they would charge at you and they'd, as a group and they'd all be grabbing you at the same time. I cannot tell you how much I hated this game. It's only been recently that I've realised just to what extent that was damaging to me, to all of us. Not all the boys played this game. They didn't all do the same thing. Some, when they caught you, would just grab your arm and let you run off again. Some would catch you and like try and kiss you on your hair or on your head or something and be very clumsy. Some would want to do other stuff. Anyone reading this who went to school with me would know instantly who done what. And I hated this game for so many reasons. First, you didn't get a choice. When the game started, you couldn't say, nah, I'm good, thanks. Everyone they chose to be involved was involved. And as soon as the game started, I would say I feel sick and say to a member of staff that I want to go to the sick room. Sometimes they'd let me. Sometimes they would just tell me to go and sit on the bench and get air. Sitting on the bench made you sit in target for the game being played. So that was a no. Sometimes I would just stand near members of staff. Other kids would come and make comments saying I was chicken not to play and being such a baby. So usually when the game started, I'd run for my life, literally, round and round the playground. You could not risk running into the girls' toilets because the boys would follow you. And if you didn't get into a cubicle quick enough and lock the door in time, not only would you be sexually assaulted, but you also ended up with pissy water all over your clothes from falling to the ground or pushed against the toilet. Because this is sexual assault we're talking about, is it not? Touching someone in a sexual manner with no consent. Anyway, back to the game. Another trick of mine which worked well was to stand by one of the boys who was not taking part in this. The one boy I'm talking about was on a different level to the other boys. He, he started school in about year three. He wasn't there from the beginning. People did not mess about with him. He was different. And if I stood by him and said I didn't want to play, the other boys would leave me alone. Or they would come running over and he would just look at them and give his little screw face and they would go away. But sometimes he was playing football or was doing something in school and I couldn't find him. They would start this kind of chant just before they started to chase him. I can't remember the words, but the group would storm around the boys around the playground, chanting something like kiss, chase, kiss, chase. This would happen for about a minute or so before they started chasing. I used to hear that chanting and feel like I was going to wet myself. I would feel instantly sick. Some of the girls would start giggling and laughing. Some would, like me, go pale and very quiet. 
Then there would be this mini roar from the group of boys and the chase would begin. I would start running towards staff if I could or the boy, but if not, I would run and run and try to get to the centre playground. Not much would happen if you stayed there, but if you stayed there too long, then the group of boys would come charging over, all grab you by your arms and legs or whatever, and pull you over to the part of the playground where no one looked behind the lunch hall. When they came for me in the middle of the playground, I would fight. I'd be shouting, get off me, leave me alone. I would kick and hit. I would kick those boys' shins so hard my toes hurt. And it just, he just made it worse. They would pull you over to wherever, all sort of bundle on top, around you for a minute, and then grab and touch. Some would even try and kiss you. I guess each time it lasted a couple of seconds, maybe a minute, and it scared me to the core. There were these two boys who would try and grab your crutch area every time. They would just grab under your skirt and touch your vagina. And then they would say things to me like, she's got no tits. And I touched her and she liked it. They would body shame you so bad that the other girls would also take the piss out of you. Well, well, me anyway. Some of the boys used to bite me. And I would have bruises after that game. One day after a particular, particular horrendous round of feel-ups, I went home. When I walked in, my mum was cooking, looked up and almost dropped the bowl she was mixing. What in the hell happened to you? She said, rushing to grab my face. I had no idea what was going on, to be fair. By this point, I was experiencing many different forms of abuse, so I wouldn't even know where to start. She shook her head and took me to the bathroom and stood me in front of the mirror. My hair, which when I left to school that morning had been in a high ponytail, long blonde and bobbing as I went to school, was now outside my head. It looked like someone had dragged me across the playground by my ponytail. Oh, wait, no, they had. But the main reason my mum was looking in shock is because just below my eye, I had a bite mark. You could see the teeth round like someone had tried to bite my cheek off. She asked what happened and I just looked at her. Then she looked at my fore forearm that had bruises on it, like thumbprints. She shouted something. She pushed me back and looked at my legs, covered in bruises as always. What the hell happened, she said. And I said, well, I don't know, fill ups in the playground. I said the words easily as a child would say tag or hide or seek. She said, what? I said, fill ups in the playground. She said, I don't know what that is. So I explained it to her. Now, as a 40-year-old mother with 11-year-old daughter myself, I finally understand the look that my mother had on her face that day. Her mouth kind of fell open and she swiftly covered it with her hand. And then this fierce hug, she grabbed me tightly into her and I didn't really like it. She was gaunt. It was a bony hug with a smell that lingered between fags and soft mints. And then she was crying while she hugged me, but trying to pretend she wasn't. And lots of soothing words that it wasn't my fault, that I hadn't done nothing wrong. At the time, I was thinking, I don't know what she's on about, but man, what I would give for one of those hugs again today. She asked me lots of questions. I could still feel the burning in my cheeks as I answered them. Then when I went to bed that night, I heard my mum making herself sick in the bathroom. She'd done that often, but that was the first time I actually knew she was doing it. And it confused me because I already felt dirty and wondered if it was me making her sick. The next day, my mum took me to school and demanded to see the head teacher. I didn't get to see any of this, though. I went to class. At playtime, as I got ready to go out, a member of staff said that I wouldn't be playing out in the playground today, that I could, if I wanted to, sit in the library and do art. I shrugged and I went. When the other kids come in, they told me about the best football match they'd ever played, and I decided that I did not want to miss out on playtime again. So the next day, when they asked me if I wanted to go out, into the library and do painting I just run out the playground anyway because I was already a naughty child so they weren't going to chase me around 
for a while, my mum asked me if fill-ups were still going on and I always said no. I said it had stopped now. It hadn't, but I knew that if I told her the truth that she'd go into school and then they'd make me miss out on playtimes and I wanted to be there for the fun playtimes. I wanted to be kept in on the game day the games were played, but not the other days, but that wasn't really an option. If this shocks you, then you have a lot to learn. Our children are exposed to many different sexual assaults with school within school all the time. Many people have no idea that it's even happening. Fear-ups could have been stopped in three ways. One, staff challenging children who were clearly acting in an inappropriate manner. Two, contextual safeguarding applied and the school assessed for unsafe spaces and places. Three, if the school took action when my mother told them, rather than thinking it could be solved by just keeping me, the victim, in. Because the, name, the game never stopped after I told my mum. There are two members of staff that would stop the game instantly. They would either hear the chanting or see the running and it would be squashed straight away. They would come over and be like, nope, nope, nope. And the boys, they'd get into trouble. But everyone else either looked away or they looked away. This was in mainstream school. I was permanently excluded from mainstream school in year five. I was pre-educated from then on. This happened in year five. I had not even started puberty. I had no breasts to grabs. So when I was caught, the boys were aggressive. They would grab and touch the same part of my body over and over again. This was not the first and most definitely not the last sexual abuse assault that I ever experienced in school. Wake up, people. 